Caucasian. You are representing the genetically inferior white man in America who has stolen practically everything in this country, including this country. Do you think you can steal this race too? I'm just smoking on my papers, probably roll me up a dutch And I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up Uh, I give it up, we give it up, uh-huh, uh I give it up, we give it up, what's up, uh I give it up, we give it up, uh-huh, uh I give it up, we give it up, I give it up, we give it up I give it up, we give it up, I give it up, we give it up I give it up, we give it up, I ain't worried about no nigga I ain't thinking about a smut and I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up Purple, pink, pink, purple, and a pimp drink Key string, grand coke by my mom's sink No minks, I don't wear with a Cuban link I ain't see the bitch, I know my own shit Stay active, it's a quality test, probably off that high tech Smoked out with dizzle, he got me acting trippy like a hippie And when it comes to problems, I got plenty But it all goes away with an eighth and a fifth for handy Stick around me, screaming for Remy Big Niggas ain't friendly, one shot to the head and he dead Like Robert Kennedy, they envy me, these niggas ain't friendly Niggas, your friend and me, your enemies, betraying me Friends, I call them your friendemies Hit a dick smoke with a nigga bunch, she cook the fuck, she'll bag it up She's jacking up, so I had to cut it off like a new cuss Smoke my herb, pose my third round, the fuck the fuck Give me something I can sit slow. I sold blow, I'm talking MJG and eight boat. Thick coat, bouncing on me like a six fold. Dark like a hydro, and I'm my eyes low. Uh, I give it up, we give it up. I ain't worried about no nigga, I ain't thinking about this much. I'm just smoking on my paper, probably roll me up a dozen. I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up. Uh, I give it up, we give it up. Uh huh, uh, I give it up, we give it up. What's up? Uh, I give it up, we give it up. Uh huh, uh, I give it up, we give it up. I give it up, we give it up. I give it up. We give it up, I give it up, we give it up, I give it up, we give it up. I ain't worried about no nigga, I ain't thinking about this mutton, I ain't gotta say it with they already know what's up, what's up. Top gunner, got hunters, not none you niggas can fuck with the god, uh-uh. Coldest winters, hottest summers, ain't hot the summer. Red like wonder, gotta separate the bosses from the runners. Nigga keep the things stashed, cause they run up. Hustle hard, don't quit your day job. This vintage low, they don't make ours. Uh, keep hitting up with napalm. I get my cake on, nigga, I'm A1. You must be off rock and cranberry. Fucking mad rappers, where's D. D'Angeletti? Murder he wrote, no Angela Lansbury. Kush God, motherfucker, you niggas ain't ready. Hold up, give me something I can sit slow. I sold blow, I'm talking MJG and eight boat. Thick coat, bouncing on me like a six fold. Dark like a hydro, and now my eyes go. Uh, I give it up, we give it up. I ain't worried about no nigga, I ain't thinking about a smut. I'm just smoking on my papers, probably roll me up a death. And I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up? Uh, I give it up, we give it up. Uh huh, uh, I give it up, we give it up. What's up? Uh, I give it up, we give it up. Uh huh, uh, I give it up, we give it up. 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 I ain't worried about no nigga, I ain't thinking about a smut And I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up
we here, man. It's your motherfucking boy, the most wise for your belly. We are back with another episode of Black Renaissance Podcast. I think it's like episode 40, 41, 39. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to y'all niggas, man. Bruh. Anyway, man, it's motherfucking Black Renaissance Podcast, the most wise, man. Um, We got a nice, good episode for y'all today, man. We got a special guest, you know, um, you know, uh, nice young female by the name of like i think it's like tori kumisaki some shit like that tori tori kumiyaki but we just gonna call it tori and all that but whatever the case may be we gotta guess after the commercial break but right now man i gotta get into this man you know what i'm saying gotta get into a little bit of this will and jada not too much you know what i'm saying because niggas already discussed that into the ground but we are now seeing the after effects of the will and jada debacle right so i mean i'm pretty sure y'all, y'all know what, what my um position was in that situation you know i basically congratulated will and saying you know protect black females and you know you should always defend the female's honor and you always should you know ride by your lady and listen you know i, I be looking at chris rock on some bootleg shit so why not you know what i'm saying why not walk up there slap him you know what i'm saying slap him for the black society whatever the case may be i was rocking with will i'm not gonna lie and a lot of people saying yo you know that that's not a good thing you know what i'm saying like like we shouldn't be perpetuating violence in the black community that's that's perpetuating the stereotype and this that, and the third and then um kareem abdul jabbar said listen it's not about you know what white people think about us but it's just about you know the, the wrong message that it sends out that violence is the way and xyz and the third and i'm like ah that's that's coon bootlick talk you know babble what did they say coon babble bootlick babble whatever uh, but um today a video came out, I believe it was on Bull Alert, and um, it was the rapper Tia, and this young this young black lady, she was on stage making these jokes about Tia, um, you know, I'm guessing, I guess she was speaking in, and in, 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 um, I guess she was speaking about his cases because I'm not sure if she was speaking about his his snitching case or the um sexual assault cases. You know, Ti has a couple of cases. You know, a very long track record, record. <clears throat> right? So, Tia proceeds to like get up on stage and almost basically like heckle her, um, and 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 telling her like, yo, like, like, hold on. Matter of fact, I, I'll do that one better. Hold on. I 
mind you, T.I. is like on the stage. As he's saying this, like he's like arm reach of this young lady. Security had to motherfucking, you know, kind of approach the stage and all that good shit, man. But listen, man, listen. You know, that 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 TI situation, man, that 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 shit kinda changes my perspective a little bit. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Because, you know, you shouldn't be interrupting people's um comedy shows and you know they art. You know what I mean? I write comics and shit and I, I, I well everybody is entitled to their own opinions in the comic book community, you know, be very opinionated like you know geeks and nerds and speak about all these different variations of different superheroes and characters and what could be and what's good writing and what's bad writing and xyz and the third so i could understand that but we don't see each other at comic conventions and attempt to fight or something like that like no that don't happen so i i I would never want to see comedy become like such a confrontational place but see I I do believe that there's some kinks though in comedy that needs to be rectified. I do believe that you know um some parameters do need to be set on comedians because you see I don't have a problem with black people um expressing themselves or whatever the case may be, but I think the dominant society has caught on to um to the level of freedom that comedy gave heterosexual black men or black men in particular right even if they would try to um emasculate them in such ways as they did richard Pryor and paul mooney you know even even though they are legends or whatever the case may be but you know you know they was fish right so you know, I think comedy follows in in, that, in those footsteps where they always, in order for a comedian to, to reach a certain level of success, he has to put on a dress. I repeat, in order for a comedian, for a black comedian, comedian, in order for a black comedian to reach a certain level of success, he has to put on a dress. The only exception to that rule was Dave Chappelle. But they called him a crackhead and XYZ and you know what I mean? He he went through the ringer. But he stood tall. He did what he did. And hopefully he changed the game for a lot of comedians going forward. Black comedians in particular. But you see a lot of um newer comedians, right? Especially from all these different races or whatever, right? You know, Anziz Aziz, Ronnie Chiang, and all these other, you know what I mean? All these other little, um, George Lopez, whatever. You know, all these other comedians using the art form to take, um, a lot of, like, not witty, not funny, purely racist jokes at black people. Like, there's a, um... There's a stand-up on Netflix right now by this um Asian dude named Ronnie Chung, right? And he he's like, listen, 
this is a pure dog whistling um and if you don't know what dog whistling is it's a term where basically you know covert races they use they say certain terms and things like that to basically um participate in a passive aggressive version of racism it's almost like in a microaggression you know um us in the, in the conscious community we like to call it you know covert racism and stuff like that so when they're dog whistling this this guy ronnie chang an asian right we all know asians align with um with anglo-saxons right like the little um they like the little chihuahua like they like to follow you know what i mean that 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 path that strategy that a lot of anglo-saxons have have set before them prior to them right if you look at china china is just a knockoff of you know what what they would think like america and russia would be about that i would honestly say more russia than anything but you know russians are still anglo-saxon so it's the same thing right mother russia and mother and mother russia is actually the mother of china it ain't the mother of the motherfucking west you know that's on the east but anyway that's the story of the right so this guy named ronnie chung goes up you know right after the pandemic and as soon as he gets up in there he's making all these jokes about um yeah you know once the pandemic came all of these you know d d average you know non-educated people tried to speak on covid like we want to see proof like what proof are we going to show somebody with a d average and da 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 and i'm like oh, okay sound like he kind of you know talking to a pacific group of people you know but I'm, I'm, i might be bugging you know what i'm saying so I, you know i'm watching it you know see because a lot of these comedy specials a lot of brothers we don't click on that type of stuff right we know that there's no wit there's no like you know we know there's not really a lot of um original talent in this world unless you're melanated or a foundational black american because most people don't got to struggle for much you know what i mean they get a whole bunch of you know loans and grants and all these other things and they think it's the education and xyz and the third but you know they're coddled by the system and coddled by white supremacy and you know what i mean it's cool you know it, it is what it is man you know what i'm saying I, I i'll be proud to 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 share a higher level of creativity than my peers like and that come from struggle that come from going through shit i could write a motherfucking comic in 24 hours that's better than the best of them you feel me but that's the story for the day anyway back to ronnie chang speakeasy on netflix right i digress so then he keeps continuing to speak or whatever and you know he he speaks on the fact that you know guys who did not go to school he said i like the fact that i quote right i like the fact that guys who did not go to school assumed to be street smart but listen you could be street smart um you could be um book dumb and street dumb who are you speaking to you know what i mean like so i'm guessing that you're speaking to the criminal class of people right so you're speaking to like minorities so i would guess you either be speaking to, to black or brown people right so you're either speaking to foundational black americans or, or like the latinx community you know what i mean and i don't speak for the latinx community so i only speak for foundational black american so when you say something like that right 
you show a lot of like vitriol and hate for black people you know and immediately after that joke you know he kind of goes into cancel culture and you know what I mean? I probably already said it already, but you know, like I said, he said, you know, it's like explaining quantum physics to dogs and all this other weird stuff, like, you know. And then at the 12 minute mark, I, I just, I couldn't even, like, it was nothing funny about it. And he starts saying, he, he says some, some joke about, oh, um, we all have a common enemy. Let's all shout out the worst race, and whatever that worst race is, is the one race that we're gonna all be racist towards. And then, like, right before he goes to say three to shout it out, he cuts it back. Say, oh, you're so disgusting. And it's in third. But you know what the joke is about. You know what you're trying to say. And, you know, and you actually admitted to what black people have been saying all along. That everybody shares an anti-black sentiment. And this is why black people need to, foundational black Americans, not all black people, foundational black Americans, right? You know? the few with the lineage that that dates back to um slavery in america right the people uh, the people ancestors built this country need to particularly come together and stop supporting all these other groups period and you know shout out to the towns that's popping up right even um mason Oh shit! I believe it's Mason City. I, I can't I can't remember the state right now exactly, but y'all know about the um situation over there where the state is trying to take over, um you know that that particular black town because Ford is building a a, a, a automobile plant over there. They're investing five billion dollars into the community, and now you know white people trying to come and take over that community. But there are um small black towns popping up and stuff like that. So I just want to say keep doing that. But to speak on this comedy situation, it's like. You know, we have people like Ronnie Chung who use comedy to dog whistle and be racist and 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 basically um further perpetuate anti-black sentiments, right? And then you have people like like the young lady who who was in Atlanta doing her comedy, doing her stand-up special, right? And was interrupted by a Grammy nominated artist. Right? Or we have another comedian, right, and Chris Rock, who was slapped by an Oscar winning actor, Will Smith. So, you know, we kinda gotta ask ourselves, what is the parameters to comedy? What rules and regulations need to be set? Because guess what? If we and you know what it is too, and why you know I do understand that comedians in some way, shape, or form do need to be checked. Because if my speech has to be checked online on social media, and I got to deal with um, you know, going back and forth with with Instagram, well not Instagram, well actually fake Meta with the Meta company or whatever, you know, doing business as Facebook. If I got to go back and forth with Instagram, then you mean to tell me that? That a, a, a motherfucking comedian could just get up on that stage and say anything out their goddamn mouth. Nah, nah. If I can't, if I can't just type anything, you really ain't going to just say anything to me. Because I think back in the days, you know, a lot of people let comedy whiz on by because they truly believed in freedom of speech. And as time 
goes on and on and on as we've seen with COVID and all these other things there is no freedom of speech so it's like okay if I don't have freedom of speech then you should not have freedom of speech and I think that's where a lot of this um this new aggression towards comedians is coming from because it's like listen I can't type what I want on social media I'm restricted so if they if the government's going to restrict me if Twitter's going to restrict me then these hands is going to restrict you and you know unfortunately comedians going to have to deal with that there's a comedian who goes around with his guns some may start walking around with their guns that's cool but guess what young thugs baby mother also had a gun she also had a firearm and she died how did she die because everybody in the parking lot pulled out guns just one person pulled the trigger faster than everybody else you understand so that doesn't make the situation no better you get what i'm trying to say it don't it don't make the situation no better you're gonna have to speak about what's the parameters of comedy if we have parameters on social media if you can't spread misinformation then there is gonna have to be some type of rules and regulations to comedy because a lot of these comedians not even funny to be honest they just get paid to say those racist things right they get paid to be those racist spokes people those anti-black spokes people right because remember joe rogan was trying to hide behind con he was hiding that nigga behind comedy for a long time for a long time until neil young pulled, pulled up on that ass so we're gonna have to understand where we're going in the future And that's just that, man. You feel me? Like, you know, but listen, man. You know, at the end of the day, me personally, I know how I feel about that shit, man. Like I said, man, you feel me? I I, I don't, I, I, I'm not into all the dog whistling and all that shit. You know, at the end of the day, you know, all these other races, they get all these other um benefits or whatever the case may be. Um, You know, they, they feel like they do everything on their own in which they don't you know what i mean if you dealt with um if you dealt with prejudice just because of your skin color you 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 would not be able to finish school in the way that you do you know what i'm trying to say if, if teachers picked on you and and took out their anger on you in the classroom or other students or other students did unfair things to you in the classroom that they're never held accountable for right because the only people held accountable is black boys and black men right if, if the black boys in that class is a scapegoat how would you be able to to learn right if, if you became that scapegoat now when we talk about black boys we talk about foundational black american boys right because let's be real immigrants are, are basically invisible in school like ain't nobody really paying attention to them people like that i'm gonna be real with you there's a a, a a unfair spotlight placed on black boys and you know unfortunately they're the only unprotected class in america 
and I think that a lot of a lot of races, a lot of nationalities, they truly don't understand what it feels like to be discriminated against. This is why when Asians went through the little small bit of discrimination they went through with COVID, they they hurried up to the government and got an Asian hate bill passed. Because people can't deal with that level of discrimination. People don't have that strength in them. You understand? Like people believe that black people are so so strong, right? And the medical journals all across the world it said that black people have a higher pain threshold than other races. Is that fair? Probably not. But what I will say is black people have a higher spirituality rate than other races. Black people are more esoteric than other races. Black people are more divine than other races. All black women are goddesses. And I intend to prove that with my next guest. So what we're going to do is we're going to pay some bills. And we're going to bring on a black goddess, a black sister, a, 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 a black queen. Straight out of Haiti. Haiti out of Haiti. Sapase. Voudan. Toussaint. 1804. And I'm going to show you. how rebels are born how rebels are nurtured how revolution is crafted in the household and how you should raise your black queen or your black king because this nation ain't for us but we gotta live here and we gotta exist here so we got to move like Jews and we gotta move Think of ourselves as Hebrews and separate ourselves, not intermingle, not intermarry. Fuck what the New York Post is talking about. We got to stay with the with the brothers, right? Everybody who be one and all that. You understand? And the foundational black American is any black person that's an American citizen who, who put being black before they national before they nationality. That's all that is. It's not about you being from XYZ in the third. If you land in America and you put and you be one and you put being black before anything, then you with us. But if you land in America and you say like you're a Ugandan American or something like that, then you're a Ugandan American. You know what I'm saying? Ride with your people. There's nothing. We ain't got nothing against y'all. We can still party and all that. You know what I'm saying? I probably won't shop at your stores, but you know, you can still, you know, meet up at a concert or something. You know, at a motherfucking Kanye West concert. But anyway, man, let's 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 pay these motherfucking bills, man. I'll be right back, man. It's the most wise Fleavelli, man. You already know we be right back after this, you heard?
It's the most wise Fleer Veli. You are now tuned in to Black Renaissance Podcast, episode 41. Set the parameters. Yeah. We got a motherfucking guest for you. You know, the lovely Tori. About to get into all this good old spirituality, music. You know what I'm saying? Sapase, all that good shit, man. 1804, two songs, so let's get it. Welcome back to Black Renaissance Podcast. It's the most wise Fleer Veli. We are here with. Young Tori from East Tampa. Hello. You know, uh, a very interesting. Should I, should I say young lady, young female? Huh? Like, yeah. Young sure. lady. Yeah. All right. So you, you got that lady wisdom and all that, like. Um. Honestly, I'm really just tapped into my divine femininity. I really want to inspire other young black women to do so as well. Um, because it's really something that just isn't encouraged and honestly it's, it's a push to really not be tapped in like that um, in that way um, in, in this society for us so it's like I gotta do this <laughs> like shit uh, I'm on a mission alright so, so prior to us like you know going like live and stuff like that you said you, like working on the mixing is the spirituality inside inside like do you put spirituality inside like your music as well Oh yes, of course. It's always a message inside of a message, uh, and what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Um, and one of my lyrics, I say that. Um, basically, what did I say? I said, um, "Melanated intelli- intelligence, not a vegetable. Drinking gourds. Thank the Lord that I'm here, though." So basically, that means, you know, of course, melanated intelligence. I'm not, you know, one of these, you know, like little dead weight vegetables out here you know out here just you know ain't doing shit and making no moves and then also with the drinking gourds part as i was saying i'm haitian you know what i'm saying january 1st we always drinking gourds thanking the lord so, so what's what's gourds please please enlighten me what's gourds um so the gourds is basically um pumpkin it's pumpkin soup squash soup so it's, it's called soup jumu and we drink it uh the first of every january um to celebrate our independence you know what i'm saying so Oh yeah, I had to. I had to represent. <laughs> nah, that that sounds really like awesome. So it gets you like drunk, like is it, it, it like? Oh no, um, no. Actually, the story behind the soup. Well, I don't know if it's really true. It's it's supposed to be a myth, but um, of course, on the first of January, Haitians they you know what I'm saying? They cut off their masters' heads and, and they burned their houses. But another thing that um that was said to be done on like that day was type that. Of mm-hmm. and so another thing to be that was said to be done on that day was for them to make the soup jumu the pumpkin squash soup and they said that they poisoned it um for the when they made it for the masters that day as well so you know for the people that didn't really feel like you know that was the cutting their heads off and all that was the answer it felt like you know let's just make the soup type shit Oh nah, that's cool. Like uh-huh. so, and that so y'all, y'all got y'all got like that rebel that 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 revolution spirit. Just exactly. every year, y'all got reminded. Like, listen, to son didn't do this for no reason. You gotta yeah. keep remembering. So so you for so sure, you for sure. so, so you think like a lot of that like like that Haitian fighting spirit. Like, and I'm not I'm not saying like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say fight yeah. in a negative way, but you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Just I know like, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't fold easily. You know what I mean. Some people, yeah, they, they like get hit it's, with it's not in our spirit. It's not in our spirit. It's, it's something about Haiti, man. And I, I just love it. Like we just don't give up. It's nothing. Nothing can really 
knock us really down like we done been through some shit our people have really been through some shit and it's just like we never truly lose you know what i'm saying our country's still beautiful our people are still beautiful we still thrive regardless you know so it's like hell yeah like and then the first black liberated country at that like come on that's know? a fact so you know what i mean and, and that that's why it's beautiful like I, I didn't even know like that was like your nationality at first you know what i mean so i just was like <laughs> you know but that that's awesome so you know now i gotta go into like all these other questions like about like 1804 <laughs> like free like and I'm, I'm like i don't know like a little mm. bit about like haitian like revolutions like you know stuff whatever mm-hmm. it may be, just because it was the first um some people call it colony to basically but but more or less mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of Haitian traditions do kind of teach like that divine and um like maybe like focus a lot more like on spirituality. So like, the, mm-hmm. is, that, is that something that you learn from like your grandmother? I know you're like you're deeply in tune with spirituality and tyrant and stuff um, like that. And that's actually, why I, you know, it's you want to know something very funny. There is a huge divide in Haiti when it comes to spirituality and religion, because even though there's such a thin line between it, they don't want to cross it they don't want to cross they don't want to cross it and they don't want it to be crossed so it's a lot of demonization especially when it comes to voodoo catholicism like there is a like full-fledged spiritual warfare when it comes down to it because um both sides are just very misunderstood by each other so, so, so pardon, always, pardon me when, when you say both sides you mean the christians versus like people who believe in spirituality correct like so when you say catholicism um, like catholic like catholic christian well, that's probably one, two of the main religions in Haiti. So I don't, I don't mean to generalize it like that, but yeah, if it sees a lot of the time, you're either Catholic or you, um, you know, practice voodoo, and it's it's war out there about that, like real war. You know, um, crazy shit has started. Um, I mean, I, I, I could believe so that. because these Romans, they've been, you know what I mean, fighting over Christianity, yeah. trying to, you know, kind really of just like whipping it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, whipping and into then, our, into our minds and stuff like that. So, and that's why it's so it's so hard for us to come together as a people as well because it's like we all doing the same thing but so different, and we can't see it because it's just not the same, you know. And it's like, man, like if we could at least see it from a different point of view with each other, like a lot of the demonization would be would be gone, um, especially just due to the fact that Haiti, a lot of white supremacy is deeply rooted in Haiti, unfortunately, due to the fact that, of course, the Dominican Republic is right there. You know what oh I'm saying? Oh, my God. I, I know. Man, I, I want to like, answer that question. Like, I know over there is definitely yeah, like, like that literally that's probably one of the biggest things that's had an influence on haitian culture and how they see and how haitian people see themselves and how they view how other um cultures and other people from different backgrounds see them you know what i'm saying it really has affected us um especially the divide between the dominican republic and haiti which really of course it makes sense um when you go in history but when you're of the people it really it really makes no sense at all so so you so you you would rather like a unification thing i'll be honest with you i'll be honest with you me personally i'm more like a separatist right so i'd be like listen no <laughs> over there you know what i mean you're gonna be over here so you, you know what i mean i understand if you want to unite you know some people want some girl, you know you. Know I mean? cool, nah, but- honestly i feel like the people that want to be united should be 
if you if you ain't fucking with it over here, then yeah, stay over there. I feel you on that because it's a lot of it's just a lot of stuff that goes into um, uni- unification to where if if anybody that's really not with it tries to get with it, it's just not it's not that it's not <laughs> what it is anymore. It's not it's like what's the point? You know, it's not real. It's supposed to be authentic. Yeah, you know what I mean? Basically getting with a whole bunch of fake people and you know what I mean? They're not really doing what's like Yeah, really for, like, trying to do something. Like that. That, that, that's understandable. So so more or less, you, you would consider yourself like, 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 a, a, I don't want to say a loner, but like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have like a, another term for it. You know what I mean? But like. <laughs> I don't know. I just really feel like I'm that person that if you with me, you with me. And if you not, then shit, do I don't a, know what's going to happen. you have like a lot of friends? Do you have like a big pair group? Like. Is it like a lot of people practice who's on with you? Are you like doing this like, you know what I mean? Um, like kind of in the books? Well, personally, I don't even uh, subject myself to a practice. Um, you know, you a just spiritual learn different practice, things from different practice. areas. And- uh-huh, whatever feels right to me in, in my spirit, especially, I don't, I really try not to disrespect. Have, 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 so. Pardon me, have you ever heard of um like Kabbalah? Like the Jewish um, Kabbalah no, stuff like that? All right, so there's this thing like an esoteric term for like the Jewish Kabbalah. And mm-hmm. it's like the 10 Sephiroth, the life or whatever the case may be. And it goes into like this whole um, Hebrew thing and like a lot of like Hebrew Israelites. But it's but more or less, it's like, you got to learn the Bible first. You're supposed to learn the Bible, the Quran, and even the Torah first. And then you will get into like the Kabbalah. And Kabbalah is supposed to be like the, the hidden teachings of the Bible and basically teach you how to speak the Hebrew that the angels spoke or whatever the case may be. So, you know, when, when you say you don't like subscribe to like a certain practice, I understand because there's so many, um, but I, well, they're actually called mystery schools. I don't want to say what I would call a mystery school, but there's so right. many like ancient teachings and, and different um philosophy that you could go down. Yes, and, and that are just hidden. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, hidden so. for a reason too. And that's why I don't really want to subject myself to anything because it's like, what am I really learning here? You know what I'm saying? Like, who put this in place for me to mm, learn it okay. this way? You know what I'm saying? Like, so you feel like it's like a master plan to it. It's like you being like a puppet. Yeah, you know exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like to um, to conform. Conformity is not my thing. I really and it, people that conform really irk my spirit. I don't like. <laughs> that's why I have to stay alone. Because the thing about me, if I see you on some conformity shit, I'm, I'm gonna look at you like you're stupid and you're gonna feel stupid and know you're stupid. And I, I, I don't, I can't no, hide no. it. And, and I agree with I you, that's that Haitian it. spirit though. That's the Haitian spirit <laughs> that, you know what I mean? And, and it's taught in the culture and that's like a blessing. It's truly a blessing because unfortunately, you know, you have certain people who come from certain backgrounds who have that conformity like mindset, right? And any, any and when they see you kind of, I'm pretty sure you've been dealt with this a lot in your life, you, you're mm-hmm. telling them like, oh, like, you know, you don't gotta perform, you're being oppressed or whatever the case may be. And they're like, they're looking at you sideways, like, oh, like you the one, you know what I mean, who don't yeah. know what's right. Exactly, you know what I mean? But cause that's America. They're looking at you like you crazy and exactly. all of that. And making it seem going going out of their way to make it seem like it's something different. Like your motives or your intentions are are completely something out of out of uh out of your character because it's foreign to them. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It makes no sense. Like, that's why I, I don't really um, make it my business to make other people's business my business. <laughs> nah, listen, I, 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 like, I totally agree with you because so many people just, like, really don't understand, like, that aspect of life. Like, so many people just, just deal with things on, like, 
the surface the level. Surface level. Exactly. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? they, People they, don't even, not... And when they try to read into it, it's like they already go in with this mindset of already not wanting to understand, not truly even actually trying mindset. to have that real discern, discernment mm-hmm. to actually see like, oh, is this something that I agree with? Is this something that my spirit actually um, aligns with? And a lot of stuff don't really align with people's spirit and that's why it hits them a certain way and they react a certain way. And then they get to to conforming and because of fear, you know what I'm saying? Fear, fear be fearful people, they don't they don't like to sit there and grow and learn and like fear is a very, very confusing emotion and people be thinking it's it's give it gives them power. Like you, you think you're protecting yourself when it's really just you you're blocking your blessings, you're blocking the knowledge. Now, now, now we now we getting somewhere. Hold on, hold on. So you say because <laughs> that, that's that's a good point. You make a good point though. You know, people think that fear is gonna protect them and it's gonna like you know get them somewhere. And America does utilize fear as a tactic against every minority. day, every day, exactly, especially right? in the media, especially of in the media. Course, of course, it's an influx of it, an an intentional influx of it. But um, you don't think that fear is a, a not only a powerful tool, but you don't think that fear is actually probably like a tool that. No, it's useful. not a weakness that, at all. No, no, I, I don't want to say weakness. weakness. I, 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 I don't want to say weakness, like, but it's useful. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't want to say it like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's useful, right? Because you, you can you utilize need. it, but it's 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 so it's so out of whack in this world. You gotta have a balance. There's no balance. Like, there we you go. Can't you need a fear- balance. You can't be fearful and then have no faith. No, it's just, not. You're overwhelmed with fear. You know what I'm saying? Look, me personally, I don't subscribe to fear, but I'm talking about the the use of fear, right? Because like before, mm-hmm. when I was younger, right, like so maybe like four or five years ago, I used to feel like, okay, everyone should should like love me or whatever the case may be, and as long as everyone mm-hmm. loves me, I'm I'm gonna be okay. Like you know, nothing bad is gonna happen to me. Everyone's gonna show me love. And then what you realize is is that like a lot of people kind of disguise they hate and the hatred for you as love and like as love up, exactly. exactly so you end up doing so much for people that you feel like is there for you that's not really there for you and they really you hate you <laughs> exactly right but then you see like the, the people that they fear they, they they give them more right like they they'll do mm-hmm. more for them they'll bend over backwards for them whatever they may be because they're scared of how that person may react they're scared of the consequence you know what I mean? Yep. So as I got older, I had to realize like, yo, I gotta be stern with my consequences. You know what I mean? Like you, like un- unfortunately- Exactly, like, cause I, other people don't care what type of consequences you gotta deal with. As long as they good, like, they're like, okay, whatever you're dealing with, that's you. Like, people not gonna take your karma, your your karmic justice on for you at all. Like, and that's the hardest thing people really have to learn out in this world that like when you let fear control you, it, it, it can really like put you into contact with people that are fearful and they can fear loving you. They can fear supporting you. They can fear letting you grow apart from them, away from them, or even just grow beside them, with them. People are fearful to grow in general. You know what I'm saying? So it's like- I 100% it's like, agree with you on that. Yeah, especially in this world, it's just, it's like, it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a calculated emotion, man. And it's like, <laughs> I, it, it's, it's, it's funny to see people think they moving like so, so shysty and so cool. And it's like, nah, you're just a fearful ass person. Man. You move off of how other people move, you know? So, so would you say like, would you say like you're an extrovert or like an introvert? 
it's funny because I really, I've been actually really meditating on this stack that I don't know which one I am. You like the party? You like to dance? I mean, you you look, I'm, I'm not, not going to lie. On the outside looking there, you look like an extrovert. I'm not going to lie. You look like you get to the party, you start whining, you know what I'm saying? You be the life of the party. You look like you like all eyes on you, you know what I'm saying? You know? I mean, you're a Personally, I feel like when I get comfortable, I get so extroverted. Sometimes I get a little too extroverted and then that's, and then I get to, you know, get in sheltered. And then when I feel like I need to come back inside, I'm like, all right, hold on, <laughs> time to retreat. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those, you know? So I, I don't mind being extroverted. Of course, you know, I, I love to share good energy with people. I love to spread love. That's why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? That's my purpose. Like that's, that's all I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, cause there's so much, there's a very big lack of love. People think they're showing love or spreading love. And it's really just, um, you know, of course people may genuinely support, but it's really monkey see monkey do because real love is when you genuinely support you, when you don't have to see anybody else um, say, oh, that person is cool for you to actually feel like they're cool. Or you don't have to see anybody else say that person is talented for you to feel like somebody's talented. You don't have to see somebody else like something for you to like it, you know? I, I like that that genuine love, and that's the type of love I I love to spread. <laughs> you know? Unfortunately, so, though, uh, this is America. It's a capitalist society, so they they want to go with the money. They're gonna go with what as long as like, it pro- <laughs> exactly. So that's when they see somebody else happened. do it, it's like okay, they can make money off it, or if it worked for that person, it could work for me. And unfortunately, so many people, at least three fourths of this population, has been living their life like that. And I'm talking about from yeah. womb, from birth until 50, 60, 70 years old. Just Following, oh, yeah, following, to the following. grave, man. Exactly. Cradle, cradle to the grave, like just moving like that and thinking their life's gonna be fulfilled by watching other people fulfill theirs. <laughs> exactly. So let me ask you, not to switch subjects, right? So what, what what got you into like the tyrant cards and stuff like that? Like, would you like? Um, honestly, it's crazy as it seems. I always used to think, especially when I was younger, that was like the biggest taboo thing. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like how can somebody tell the future? Especially like when the when the Princess and the Frog came out, man, that movie, it, it caused, it, people never really talk about how much of an uproar that movie low-key caused. Like with that dude flipping them cars in there, people was going crazy. Like what, y'all are showing kids this? And, this, this. I didn't, and I, at the time, you know, I'm a little younger. I'm not knowing what's going on. I'm just like, I mean, I guess it's cool, but it so kind of scared, scared me at that time. <laughs> yeah, scared. it was a little spooky, especially because um, religion is very heavy in my household and in my family. Um, I wouldn't really stay in my bloodline because it's 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 very complicated in my bloodline. Um, but you know, you got a strong language, man. Husband. Exactly. But but, know, Car- so. but a lot of Caribbean households, you know what I mean? Like religion is like strong. Like my mom, she's going to sleep. She's sleeping right now, prepared to go to church tomorrow. Christian church. The whole <laughs> ready night. for it. <laughs> yeah, you can't say nothing yeah. bad about Jesus around her. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, so, 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 so you, so you was a little bit spooky about it and stuff like that. So, like, what age did you like pick it up and just say, like, you know, I'm gonna go buy my deck or maybe? Um, so funny, funny, funny story. Those These decks are expensive. Cards, Those decks are like forty dollars. Man, what <laughs> the funniest story I'm about to tell you? So I get my oracle cards. This is about um, a couple of months ago, actually. I I read. I was reading off of like a year or two ago. I was just reading because usually I I'm an empath of course so I read people's emotions feelings and I don't even have to know you and um 
it was scary for me at first, especially younger, just coming into contact with people um, and then telling me like kind of their whole life story or whatever the hell is going on with them. And I'm like, okay, I just met you today. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information. But some way, somehow, I would find a way to help them. And I never really understood. But you gotta, like, pardon me, but you gotta understand, right? When people feel that energy, when people feel that vibe coming from you, like they're just gonna start spilling out information. Like, you know, it's just their soul. They, yeah, their I soul never understood itself, that as a kid. And it's like your soul is speaking to like their soul. So it's not really the, the flesh no more. It's just like the soul just- Yeah, exactly. I, I never understood that connection um, when I was younger. It will always confuse me when I was younger because I was so focused on the physical. I was a very physical person um, as a kid, for sure. So when people would connect with my spirit, it would kind of scare me. And I'd be like, man, like, how do I even know this about you? How do I know this about myself? How do I know to say this to you? Um, and then it got into a more physical standpoint to where it was like, okay, like, then I started learning things about myself. And I was like, oh, okay, I could see why I do this now, how I can do this, because I, I'm more in touch with my emotions and I'm more in touch with um, who I am spiritually and physically. And I don't let them separate, you know, I let them coexist and coincide with each other. And um, I did that unintentionally, especially through music, the way I used to just do things, say things. I never realized how intentional I was. <laughs> so, so that's, that's <laughs> what know? like led you to like the tarot cards and stuff like that? Uh-huh, so a couple of months ago, um, you know, just realizing like that was actually a real gift I had because uh, it's just something I never really was confident about. I always just thought because, especially because a lot of people used me for this type of gift, I was very not really, I was kind of ashamed of it. I'm not gonna lie because it was just like, dang, like nothing really good. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say nothing good came from it, but nothing that was fit and beneficial in the physical um, came from it um in those certain point in times in my life where i really so, needed so did you feel I like cursed you, you felt like when, when, when you, when you I realized felt, you i had... felt like it was a curse i felt like it was a curse man i was like dang like i'm helping all these other people and and i'm you know i'm helping fix their lives i'm i'm this i'm these people dang personal therapist or whatever you know and it's like who's gonna help me who's gonna help me and it's like uh, so, and, so, so you, so you bought the tarot cards to kind of like help figure that out like um, yeah, after I connected a little more spiritually with myself two years ago, I really got more into spirituality, deeper into it. Um, and after that, I just really started utilizing my gifts like um, a little bit more, um, not to my advantage, but to like in a more protective way of myself to where I could see like, oh, okay, I see why this person is a little more gravitated towards me. So then I was like, all right, I have to know myself deeper. And um, the tarot, tarot definitely helped me. Um, crazy story about the tarot was I first I got oracle cards. They're affirmation cards. I just wanted to uplift myself at some point in time because I was really low. You know what I'm saying? It was a, a, so, so a couple me, of months me. ago. What's, 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 um, what's confirmation cards? Like what's oracle cards? What's, those are different um, tarot cards? The, um, no, nah, they're not. Yeah. The, well, I'll say they're different. Yeah. The affirmation cards, they just... They're really just, um, you know, really positive things, things that I can speak into the universe, positivity, that I can speak into the universe to myself, um, to connect with God and just say like, yeah, I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy for what's um, coming into my life, what's already here. And, you know, just show that type of gratitude. And that's, those are cards that I bought and they actually got here. Um, but first, before I bought those cards, I bought the tarot. 
and the tarot was taking forever to get here. I was like, when is this deck gonna get here? When is this deck gonna get here? Um, and like for, for months, I never, never got it. And it was a reason why that delay happened. Um, so I get my refund. I get my refund. Cause I was like, uh, ma'am, I need my money back. And my cards aren't here. <laughs> like, and I was going to give up. I was like, all right, you know what? Like, I don't think, I, I don't think this is for me. And then one day I'm just, you know, just chilling. And I, I come back home. I think I, not nah, actually, I think I came back home from, from the club man I came back home from the club and it's funny because I'm not a clubber that night I just felt so low vibrational because um because of just the energies and the entities I was around I was just like man like I just felt so drained and I was like why do I feel like this why do I feel like this usually I can I could just always be this positive happy person around anybody regardless of what they're going through regardless of how other people are feeling like yeah I can feel other people's emotions but it never usually actually affected me and I come home and I see this package on my on my uh, vanity, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? How? Where did this get here? So I'm like, oh, I got a package. I got a package. And my mom's like, yeah, you know, it, it just came in. And I was like, shoot, all right, let me open it up. And it's these tarot cards, and I'm like, whoa. And I thought I just and that 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 really got me because it hit my spirit really hard to even see them in front of my face because I I denied my gifts for uh, strongly for a very long time for a very long time um especially in those moments that specific month I was really just battling with myself spiritually to to accept myself to accept myself in in my entirety um especially when it came to spirituality because I was just so confused I'm like how am I helping people and I cannot help myself how? 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 But and that's like, like that Jesus type of problem, right? Like, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> think about it. You know, Jesus helped all these people, and then he's on the cross, and he's like asking this guy in the sky. God, you know? like, yeah, he's like, how are you? <laughs> yeah, how have you forsaken me, big dog? Yeah, I was feeling like that. I was really feeling forsaken because I'm like, yo, like, I'm this get. I really feel like it was a curse, and then I'm like, bro, helping people does help me. Exactly. It's just not, yeah, it's just, and that's why I was going, I was thinking about it all wrong. As soon as I seen those cards, I was like, man, I've been going about this all because Because at, at the end of the day, you know, God do things for people that like he sees fit, right? So sometimes, you know, I may want a certain thing, a certain item or something like that. And I don't get that item, but God give, delivers something else. You know, he may deliver a relationship. You may deliver a friend. You may deliver, exactly. you know, some good you know? news or something, you know, or, or a product that enlightens you, that makes your spirit, that uplifts your spirit, right? Because Yeah, you know, sometimes he'll even just give you a sign, you know, and it's just like, dang, like, and you just got to be open to it too. I was very closed off at the time. So for me to even see a sign like that, for me to still get these cards months, months later, the package was so delayed. And then I got my refund already out and got my money back and everything. <laughs> so it's free cards. <laughs> like, That's I'm that like, divine sign right there. Know, like, you know what I mean? Because God, God needed you to have timing, those. Like, yeah. Divine timing was at play. Because when I tell you that night, I was just feeling it. I felt like I just didn't want to be around the entire I just wanted to be out of this world like I was just like man whoa, like whoa, why, why yeah. not? don't say it but like not, that you know but not mean? like out of here you know it's just a crazy time right now yeah, yeah. I, 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 I but now I just didn't want to 
<laughs> but no, I just didn't want to be in the interactions with anybody anymore. When it came to my spirit, when it came to my physical, I was just like, dang, like people don't deserve my energy. But at the same time, I should really make it my business to make sure the people around me do. You know, and I didn't, and I didn't see that at the time. I was just like going out, trying to have fun, trying to make connections. And that's nice, but, you know, meaningful connections are the ones that form our lives and form who we are. And I was just trying to make meaningless connections, trying to make meaning th- meaningful things happen in my life. So, so and you I can't do that. Can I ask something, right? Do you feel like you know like who you are as a person? Like, do you feel like you know yourself? Do you feel like you like know? I was I was gonna say Toki. <laughs> Your name is Tori. I was about to say Toki. I'm like, I'm looking at the like, You feel like you know Tori? Yes, I know. Um, first of all, my whole my first name is Jasmine Victoria. Um, my first my first first name. I've never I've never really liked it. Never really liked why it like not? that. Yo, I don't why, know why. Hey, like, no, hold on, no, 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 I gotta I gotta cut you off real quick. Sorry about that. Hold on, because I I know a girl whose name is Victoria, right? And you know, like Victoria's Secret. I'm like one girl's name. So long story short. I'm, I'm always like, yo, that's a nice name. Then the Victorian era and stuff like that. She's like, yo, I hate this name. And she hates when I call it that name. Nah, I, I would rather, that's why I go, I go by Tori because I would rather, I, I'd rather my first name be Victoria. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, my first first name should have been Victoria. And I never really realized why I was like, not. And it's because um, I never really looked into the name Jasmine and in its entirety, of course, it means beauty. Um, and I was like, dang, like, you know, but then there was another side of me that I didn't really uh, explore. And that was Victoria, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, what does Victoria mean? What does Victoria mean? Who is, who the fuck is Victoria? And like, I just all these triumphs and the shit that was going on in my life. Like every time I was getting knocked down, knocked down, I would wonder why I would get back up and I would feel okay, but not really be okay, but know I was still okay. And I'm like, damn, why, why, why? And it's funny that you say victory because that's literally my name. That's what my, my embodiment is victory. I get down, I get knocked down. And I, whenever I get up, it's just like that. Like, like I never fell, like it never happened. You know what I'm saying? That's so that, you know that that beautiful ass victory I got. You know what I'm saying? It's that that spirit in me. So so with so with two with two names, right? So so Jasmine Victoria. So, so you feel like you may have like two personalities or something. You got like a, like a whole it's other funny. style. People get you mad. It's funny because yeah, it's funny because yeah, people really easily misunderstand me. Um, which um, sometimes it really isn't their fault because I don't really like to let people understand me anyways. I feel like if you don't understand me, it's probably your choice. <laughs> so, because I don't know, I just, I'm not that hard to understand, but of course I don't make it easy. Um, but yeah, I just feel like if you don't understand me, you probably didn't try to. So that's another thing. Um, but you think, yeah. You think, you think a lot of these guys nowadays like more into themselves, like they, they more like into what they want? Oh man, um, I feel like everybody is, man. Everybody is just, oh, what can you do for me? And I'm like, damn, like, what can we do for each other? What can we do for the world? <laughs> like, what happened to the 70s? The 70s was so hot and 
hippie and everybody wanted to be united and together Definitely. and like bang like <laughs> I want to I want to go back this world of, yeah like I came into this world embodying embodying such a unified energy such a like happy energy to where it's like all right everybody be happy and come together and everybody's looking at me crazy like bitch are you serious like do you see us fighting over here <laughs> like you know what I'm saying so it's just like, especially as a kid like I just always brought this cheery happy energy and people would just look at me crazy like bro like it's a funeral like yeah I mean so- you gotta understand you know a lot of people going through things you know what I mean like so, yeah, so and then you, like, you know you come around them smiling I never really like- understood projection as a kid too so a lot of people would project on me and I would internalize that and that's yeah. the thing another that's another reason why I do what I do because people don't know projection is real man and it happens a lot especially in the black community projection gaslighting and all that gaslight i'm trying to tell you and growing up like that can be so detrimental and hurtful to your future because when people project on you you project on other people and then you project on yourself and it's like dang like how can you get stuck get out of that cycle of projection you you gotta actually see things clearly man but, but, but you, 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 know? you know what it is though right when we was kids they didn't have words like projection now right so they didn't have words yeah, like that's pro- true. projection and gaslighting so we didn't even know like you know they, they projected that, on that us, and us yeah and exactly you know what i mean so now with more words and even if the word was out there it wasn't being used in that yeah. way, right? You know what I mean? It so wasn't even really being acknowledged, you know? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like, like the lexicon. It wasn't like the lexicon. That's what they like. But like, it wasn't like the lexicon. Yeah. Like freaking vernacular or whatever. But long story short, whatever the case may be, it, it's like, we didn't have those words to kind of like know what was going on, but that's what was going on in America. And a lot of us kind of got misguided and, you know what I mean? End up lost. And some of us found mm-hmm. that way, you know, got into consciousness, got into spirituality and figured out, you know, how to basically free the mind from, you know, oppressive ways and shit like that of, you know, capitalist societies like America or whatever the case may be. And some of us said, fuck it, and just went along with it. You know, some people know that, you know, like they're following people and they're trapped and they're, they're, they're um, you know, just, just on some kind of like, slave shit, shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Sheep, <laughs> sheep, sheep, slave shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, the semantics yeah, right? yeah, but they know that yeah. they they understand that they sheep right so they understand like yo they sheep the center they follow them whatever and they're just gonna do it because at the end of the day that helps they life, feel like man. they can't really change anything either a lot but of people you gotta think about it though think about it so you you fighting right like you find a system like you know you you just even fighting each in, internally just to mm-hmm. just to be a better person and it kind of leaves you depressed sometimes. You know, sometimes you may have your good days, your bad days, people who don't understand you, people who, you know, who, who you're doing so much for them, you know, spiritually giving out so much energy and they're just draining you, draining you, draining you. And they don't even mm-hmm. know, like, like the the burden they're leaving on your spirit when, when they leave, right? You know what I mean? They, they may be yeah, around you for six hours, sure. but that but that burden they leave on your spirit is there for two, three days because you're thinking about their part, right? You're an empath, so... You know what I mean? You like, yeah, damn, I, you know, like, I want things to be better for them, even if they don't want it to be better for themselves, right? Sometimes people man, come around and some people you really do not, do not no, want to change and their situation. You things, and exactly it. So they come around, tell you something for sympathy. They don't really want to change the situation. You want better But they for just want to hear somebody feel 
sad for them and then bad for them you know they just want to hear somebody be like well poor baby you know exactly yeah lingering on their spirit all day i'm not saying on their spirit it's lingering on your spirit while they out just you know whatever so you know you got to kind of be like conscious of of who you do share your energy with one Mm -hmm. and two who who, who you share that secret with right because you got to kind of look at it almost like some like kind of x-man mutant type you know what i mean like everybody is not going (laughs) to understand you know Everybody's not going to understand your gifts. Everybody's not going to understand what God blessed you with. You know what I mean? And the people who even do understand, some some people will understand and still throw a lot of shade and salt and just misguide you. And you know what I mean? Kind of fuck with Uh you. You know what I mean? Just so you won't, so so you won't become like that, that powerful person you need to be, right? I mean, to to really um, sharpen those gifts because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people got gifts, but some people just leave them dormant. They just say, fuck it. I don't want to deal with the, the curses. With that the shit that with. comes with it. Exactly. exactly. You know I mean? So so they say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going, you know, it is what it is. I don't even care. Whatever happens, happens. You know, and then some people, they yeah, say, Yeah, they you know feel what? like their life is simpler that way. And it's really not. It's even more difficult when you sit there and you ignore your gifts and you ignore what your dreams and what God's plan for you. Like, what 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 makes you think that your plan is, is bigger than his? If it's, but that's why, if they put their misery, that's why they put their misery down on you. You get what I'm trying to say? Because exactly. They, they already they crushed their own they can't do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? They already crushed their own spirit. So now they, now the only energy they get is by crushing someone else's spirit, crushing someone else's yep. spirit, crushing, you know that's what I mean? That's the only thing that's up- uplifts them. It's nothing else left for them now, you know, so. And that's like that parasitic type of culture of America. But, you know, I don't want to take away your time, right? So before we get up out of here and stuff like that, before we conclude, I want to, like, get into, like, this little, like, mixtape that you got coming out, whatever the case may be. How much songs are supposed to be? You got songs recorded? Or do you sing? You rap? It's just, it's five. I actually do both. Um, There's a little bit of both on on the tracks. You know what I'm saying? Um, I really, I don't know which one is actually my favorite. I really don't. Um, Because out of all five, these, these songs are very dear to me. Um, I'm I'm up at like 3 a.m. writing. I'm just you know st- certain things in these songs are really really my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm explaining who I am, what I embody through these songs. Um, I I feel like either two 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 or fly. I don't know which one of those, but I just really those are really dear to me. And then give it to me. It's already out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that song I just really I, it felt like I needed to tell people like give me my energy back. Give me my abundance back. Give me my. All right, so 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 it's give it to me on like streaming services now, or like YouTube, or like SoundCloud. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. All right, so so how 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 could they stream? Give it to me because they find it on like Spotify. Um, Like so yeah, it's on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, the link is in my bio on my Instagram. what, what's what's yeah. the Instagram? Please please let us know your Instagram as well. Cause I hardly like I'm gonna have to like do a, like a whole. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that. actually can't even. Um, ex- um, and what does it? What does your, your name it. even mean? Yeah, exactly. Tori Coral Tori Yeah. Tori so, and you like anime? I guess um, you like anime and stuff. I like love that. anime. I love oh, anime. Yeah, I love you're, anime. You're gonna have to speak so, about um, that next time, man. You're gonna have to get into the Naruto yeah. conversation. Bleach and Bleach. Oh, oh, you came. Oh, I got Bleach post up there. My Hero Academia, JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Top anime to me. I will always love Bleach. Real Soul Reaper till I die. I'm trying to tell you. Like, this <laughs> girl is my nigga. And that's why I put Tori and then Kurosaki because that's his last name. I really feel like I'm that Bankai bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta <laughs> really, you know, like. That's how you say you be cosplaying. You, you, you be cosplaying sometimes. Let me find out you be just like Nada or something. 
it's funny because I really, really want to get into cosplay. My little sister, I love my little sister. Shout out to Jacqueline. I freaking love you. I cannot wait to see you. She wants to go to um to a convention with me pretty soon. I can't wait. Um, you know what I'm saying? We've been supposed to have been going to conventions for years, but she loves to cosplay. Um, and I just really want to do that with her. There's, ever since, um, we really just made like a real connection, a real bond. She's always inspired me. That, that little girl is, is not my uh, baby. Shout out to, shout out um, to Jacqueline, man. Shout out to Jacqueline. Yeah. Uh, I got a aunt <laughs> named, named Jacqueline and stuff like that. But I, I went to um, New York City Comic Con um, August 6th and 7th. I'm going to be in Flint, Michigan for new what, what hold on let me tell you right now for really really cool comic con or whatever so they oh, basically really? like, yeah yeah they, they invited me down there and stuff because i write comics and stuff like that so they invited me down there but basically it's like uh here give me like a free like table and stuff if i come down there from new york i'm like all right fuck that sounds you know lit I mean? man oh d you know what i mean like listen i love comics i love anime culture you know what i mean like i want to put out like nice stories i want to speak about i would love to have a panel or something you know just to like especially like about bleach i would love to have a bleach panel oh my gosh that would be uh, that would go up i'm not gonna lie my my friend my friend john jennings he'd be on panels and all that stuff like you know what i mean but he but he mostly like go go on and talk about his own comics not but he do graphic novels young adult graphic novels and stuff like that yeah but he owns a publishing company called megascope and stuff like that so they be putting out books, so you know what I mean. If, if you want, like you know, it's it's a um, it's like a whole like Facebook group with like all of us in there. You know what I mean? Black Sands Entertainment. Shout out to like our man, you know, like he just signed with Kevin Hart, like you know. So it's like a whole bunch of us like black comic creators trying to make it like a, like a mainstream thing and kind of like battle anime and like those. You know what I mean? They don't got black characters in there and all that shit. So you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta, so you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, you gotta represent. Yeah. You, know, you gotta represent people. So I right, so give it to me, everybody. Go stream. Give it to me, man. This motherfucking Tori. Yes, need that song to manifest what you want in your life, man. I tell the universe, give it to you. You can, man. You can get, go out and get it. You know. And so you, any, you know? any any last words for people? Anything you want to say? Shout out to Jacqueline, man. She love you. She, she got all <laughs> yeah. she got all sad eyed and all that. <laughs> yeah, it's my baby, man. I miss you, Jack. Um, and also, honestly, I just really I want to tell people don't don't give up on yourself, on your dreams. Like just because other people you don't see like them supporting you, man. There's so many sheep in this world. Like the last thing you should worry about is is what's coming behind you. Because if you really like that, you don't gotta worry about you know who supports you. It's, it's all gonna come together. Like you know what I'm saying. Just do your shit, and you'll see it all fall into place. I promise you. Amen. And with that being said, man, we're going get, to get back into this motherfucking commercial break real quick. We'll be right back after this. And you already know, man, Black Renaissance Podcast, the most wise. Uh-huh. Yeah, such a motherfucking great interview right there. That was Tori Kurosaki, man. Everybody, go follow her, a.k.a. Tori. You know what I mean? That's at T-O-R-I-I-K-U-R-O-S-A-K-I. Beautiful young lady. Um, and yeah, man, you know what I mean? She out here working, you know, um, I'm, I'm happy, you know, that she spoke on the, the traditions of, of Haitians and how they, you know, in, embed that revolutionary spirit into the, in, into the children, because I think that's something that's missing in a lot of our black youth. You know what I mean? A lot of our youth is buck broken. You know what I mean? Looking for butter biscuits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like, nah, man. Like, our sister B1 tapped into her spirituality and all that. Like, and I love it. I love it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Free spirit into that anime. Like, this is like that 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 new generation of female. Um, that that's going to take black culture to the next level. You know? That's that's definitely what most females should aspire to be like and all that so you know with that being said it's the motherfucking most wisely of man episode 41 man set the parameters you know what i'm saying tap back in and all that good shit man you know what i'm saying um free all the motherfucking bros r.i.p to all the heroes and you know what i'm saying fuck all the zeros you heard you know what i'm saying but y'all already know man stay back black bold and beautiful 40 to the motherfucking family, man. Oh, wow, to the motherfucking G's, you heard? And you already motherfucking know how this shit go, man. See y'all on the next one, huh?